Welcome to the Sovereign Medicine Podcast. Our mission is to guide you back to your true nature. From here, you can lovingly create a life of joy, purpose, fulfillment, and abundance with ease, grace, and flow. Together with our guests, we will cross the threshold of the logical mind, diving deep into the innate intelligence that resides in each and every cell of our body. As you journey with us, you will discover the tools within and around you to tap back into your true nature and to discover who and what you truly are. If you're in a project and you're really going for something and this thing is really true for you, you better bet your ass that there's going to be like a whole lot of tension, especially for something you've never pulled off before. Like, you know, because all of these beliefs, they're all going to come up and and your Mm. ego is going to want you to... Um, resolve like but you can't have that because I, we believe this we believe we don't have the capacity we believe we're not worthy we believe and people spend mm-hmm. years and mm-hmm. years just resolving those beliefs instead of actually just going for what they want hello and welcome to episode two of the suffering medicine podcast dan strellen here This one's titled The Alchemy of Genius, and I'm super excited to bring you the first interview in the series. This one's with Adihia's son. Uh, Adihia and I discussed the finer points of manifestation, and particularly how to use the, the tools of alchemy to really get what you want in life, and what this is about is authentically expressing and creating from the soul, which is different from creating out of a place of lack and limitation, a place where we're trying to resolve core beliefs such as I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, I don't have the capacity, and so on and so forth. And We do touch on a few of those specific beliefs in the podcast, but ultimately, Adi here presents a structure that allows us to leverage creative tension and to hold in balance our vision with our current reality in order to tip the scales in favour of our vision of our um what what we really desire what would light our soul up what i really enjoy about this conversation is that it's bringing the reality of manifestation out of the pseudo spiritual woo-woo kind of realm into something very practical in terms of how like we actively and creatively you know piece together a magnificent life a life of of purpose and alignment and of course joy now what we've both noticed for ourselves personally for the people around us, our colleagues, co-creators, people that we collaborate with, as well as our clients, is that it's one thing to get into the visionary state and to, to 
to hold the vision, to feel it, to smell it, to to dream it, to be in the vision as if it's real. However, we're often not aware of the conversation that is going on in the background. Ultimately, the way that our unconscious mind comes up to to sabotage our project to cause us to really give it away um and to sort of just turn turn the dial down on on our on our power and on our potency and in that we're looking at the the core beliefs um that we had a part of our programming part of our conditioning they seem to be things that we can't get away from now on the other side of that there is the the shadow work and one of my favorite things that i here said was um just highlights how some people spend years and years trying to resolve those beliefs instead of actually going for what they want so if there is one thing as a, a takeaway from this episode it's the structure that Adi here offers and bottom line it's about tension the alchemy of genius is about creating and holding the tension necessary for the universe to deliver you the end result yeah and that will I'm sure pique your interest right now and by the end of the conversation you'll you'll have a bit of an understanding about it. Now that's something that Adi here teaches about. She's got an amazing um, uh, business creation opportunity coming up and really it's something that you need to jump on right now yeah, end of November. It will start in December and I'm sure there'll be rounds of it in the future but that's an an 88 day container um where she'll use some of these alchemy principles and that's with the the healy business so there'll be some a link in the show notes which will direct you to her her website her website's alihearsun.com you'll have all the correct spelling and the links to the um to her work she also works um as a as a coach and a guide as do i and i use some of these principles in in my work too so i have a, a workshop that i run um in person in the blue mountains every month called the foundations of limitless living and i'll be looking at ways to to run that that's a that's a day workshop i'll i'll be working out how to to run that online over um you know a few separate um, sessions so that um people around the world can can benefit from from this work from this um um, alchemy of genius which is really about um activating your your potential as a creator and giving you the power to every day make choices that are in alignment with your soul so that you are you're not just floating through life and letting it happen you're um just setting the the dial setting the compass um so that your expression is the 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 truest most soul aligned form that it can be and it's about that lifelong journey of of calibrating to um 
you know, to your, your true north, as they say. So I hope that you enjoy this interview as much as I did. As always, love your feedback. Drop me a line, dan at sovereignmedicine.com or jump on our Facebook, my Facebook group, the Creator Circle of Limitless Living. Enjoy. There once was a man. The man lived on the land. He was a white man with a home of bricks and mortar though he was exploring the far reaches of reality and would roam far and wide. One day in his travels on the outskirts of the known world, he came across an egg. It was a cosmic egg of gargantuan proportion. Now, while this man loved the earth, he also had a colonial hunger for plundering treasure and that was latent in his DNA. So that's exactly what he did. He plundered that treasure and raided the nest. He took the cosmic egg, which I didn't mention was a golden egg, but it was, so who could resist? The man took the egg back to the farm, and all the while he was wondering what mysterious beast of the air lay dormant within. Dormant is an apt word here because we're talking about potential. The man placed the potent egg amongst the chicken run, which was organic free-range uh, but scratchy and chickeny all the same. It's fair to say that the potential of our cosmic creature did indeed lay dormant in the realm of chickenry for quite some time. Though our creature was larger and had a broader wingspan than her brothers and sisters, she scratched on the ground for food like all the others and rarely did her feet leave the earth. She'd tuck her wings in and often curl up in small spaces when the sky rumbled, which it did often in summer, though she didn't feel the fear in her chicken heart, for she actually had the heart and body of an eagle. Then, one spectacular day, as the sky darkened and rumbled, she looked upward while the others scrambled for shelter and what she saw took her breath away and she'll never forget the sight of this magnificent beast bravely soaring on the currents way up high as though surfing the silver gold edge of the storm cloud as it rolled in. A knowing stirred within her heart. Wowee! cried the eaglelette with utter delicious delight. What on earth is that? For starters, squawked a mother hen with overbearing tendencies, that beast lives in the sky and us chickens live on the earth. That is an eagle. A creature of the wind and sky, which is no place for chickens like us. You should pay it no attention. She's dangerous and she might even eat you if you stay out for too long. Keep your feet on the earth and your mind on the hard work we all do around here as a family so that you can have a nice life. The Cosmic Eagle did exactly that. Though she never forgot the sight of the great birds soaring overhead and 
often hoped to catch a glimpse of her great wingspan and splendor. Sadly, she lived and died a chicken, a free-range organic chicken in the chicken run. guest out of here son is that eagle ladies and gentlemen flying overhead reminding us of our greatness waking us up to the potential that may lay dormant or may already be activated within out of here is a potent manifester a true alchemist a mentor an absolute legend, a creative entrepreneur. Welcome. What a great introduction. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to have you on the podcast. I'll give a bit Thanks of back bit of background story. I met out of here um on another training, some um a training that we did together some years ago, about six years ago. And this training was really about um, embodying your greatness and, um, acting in the world, creating, um, you know, something for the, the good of humanity, for the, the new earth paradigm. It was very, very high vibe. Um, there's a lot of work that we're exploring around manifestation, around, um, yeah, potentiation and, um, I suppose law of attraction have been popular for, for a little while. And we're beginning to, to deepen in the, yeah, both the understanding and the, the practice of that. We're beginning to collaborate, um, with others, visioning, um, healing centers for, for, for the new earth, new ways of living, uh, community, um, sacred economics and um yeah and we we did achieve some pretty cool things but began to um push up against certain limitations as we we discovered that really th this was half of it and out here and i are going to discuss what we've discovered through the study and application of alchemy really or we call it the alchemy of genius um you know as to some things that that you may not know you may not have yet discovered but hopefully evokes an aha moment as, as things slip in the place and as we um really shift this conversation about manifestation from the the pseudo-spiritual woo-woo realm to like real life, um, the realm of creativity, of responsibility, of leadership, taking the bull by the horns and getting in the driver's seat of your life, using your intention to um, create really um, – what is in your your soul blueprint to bring forth? I've been I'm rambling again, Ari here. So I know that was like um, that was like romance to my dear. <laughs> <I loved it. laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I mean it's really true. And I I um 
I think what I'd really love to bring through is from my own experience, I, I think it might have even been longer than six years ago that we were we were that we actually started connecting and visioning. I think it was from my memory uh, it was two thousand and twelve. Um, end so of, like, yeah. Mm, eight. Yeah. Um and yeah, I think the world has changed a lot since then. And for people, what I have noticed is that there's a lot of yeah, a lot of people did get kind of lost in the law of attraction and like mm. um, people that are very much attracted to the word or the feeling or the notion or the idea of conscious creating or manifesting yep. or living in your genius zone and, you know, creating heaven on earth and, you know, all of those those terms that get thrown around, while it's all possible, yeah. um, I think so much of it has been it's so easy to get overwhelmed. It's so easy to get confused. It's so easy to take portions of it and um, take it as the whole truth and it's not actually the whole truth. Sure. And so, yeah, I, I think that's what I'm like very passionate about is just delivering the simple whole truth so that people can, as exactly as you say, like get into like really – really activate that blueprint that is within them. And I think that people who have been sort of dabbling in this world for like a decade or more or less, um, it can be really damaging for your create for your creative spirit and for your and yeah, mostly your creative spirit and, and your capacity to like your self belief and your self worth because it's mm, um from my yeah. experience and what I see is that a lot of people they really understand that it's true. Like, you know, I mean, you know that you can have it all. You know that, that your focus creates your reality. You, you know, we know these things. Like, we, we inherently resonate with those words yeah. and um, not because it's a, like, nice, fantastical idea, um, but because there's something within us, just like the man. I love there's, there's a phrase that you used with the man in the eagle, like, mm-hmm. um, about the colonial thing that was in his DNA. I mean, and yeah, that's the same yeah. with this with this essence, like this creatorship, this geniusship is is also within our DNA. Mm. It's just where's our attention and where's our focus and how do we know how to complete it and follow it through? And yeah. And it's not about this person's better than that person or or, you know, it's not it's not even personal. The kind of the level of success and creativity that is your heart's desire isn't personal. It's structural. And that's and that's um that's the essence of alchemy. Okay. I'm interested. Tell me more about the, the structural. <laughs> the structure. How did I you know. say it? Yeah. Structure sounds so. Um, I thought, you, yeah, you just kind of. Boom. Something's <laughs> lit up and I want to know more. so um, bland, doesn't it? Like, uh, in fact. Exciting to people, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> most people, but because I have that, 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 that gift of, of realism, um, that, that gene key. Um, do you? I do. Nice. What number is that? 60. Or, Realism. Mm. 60. Yeah. 60. Limitation. So with, with the, and I know you, you've worked um, intimately with the, the Gene Keys, hey? I have, yeah. Yep. I, um, I very intimately. I mean, I, I started reading them the, the weekend that I conceived my son and then I wow. interviewed Richard Rudd for a magazine yep. and then ended up working with the Gene Keys and I was like just live it could live and breathe them for a couple of years. And um, one thing that I found I actually got stuck in that system, not because the system isn't like divinely, exquisitely beautiful, is that I found myself stuck in the shadow. I would get stuck sure, in, yeah. okay. in like, oh, yeah, that's me, that's mm-hmm. me, and, and not not quite knowing how to 
how to move myself into that genius zone, um, which brings us back to the conversation. <laughs> and that is, yeah, I mean, we're, I'm sure that structure thing will come up again when it comes to my mind now. We've had a little discussion in the background about how um, often and like we've personally been sort of stuck in that that underworld and that con- like continual, uh, you know, murky shadow work, um, which is kind of, you know, it's kind of, we're, we're, um, I've only seen that all come together recently Um when we, we've done Create Your Destiny with, with William Whitecloud and, and the alchemy and that understanding because you, you either get that kind of high vibe, um, you know, that Abraham Hicks just um, um, positive thinking and getting into the vortex into a good vibration, which is a, a wonderful practice and I still listen to some of those um, audios in the morning because it is a high vibe and that, that's part of it. Um, so it's either all all that and ignoring what's going on in the background, what's happening, <laughs> what messages are coming through from the unconscious mind and really like where we're coming from because um while we might think that we're, you know, bringing forth something meaningful, authentic on purpose, um, it can be that we've got core beliefs that we're, we're trying to resolve, we're trying to set up this kind of um, this game where it might be I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy or I don't belong and you're trying to prove that it's not true. Ultimately, they, they end up winning, so... That's that's a hundred percent true, and and yeah. what we call those is compensating tendencies, and this actually brings it back to structure, right? And even even you touching on Abraham Hicks and talking about being stuck in the shadow, um, you know, they're all they're all points, and it takes like two points to create a structure, right? Like yep. one yep. here's the end point, here's here's the beginning point. The the thing with most manifesting conscious creating stuff here's actually there's two things one is that it's only focusing on one point of the structure which is the vision which is great and like you need that element you like you really really right. need it so yeah it we're, we've got some hands si- signaling going on on the video um, <laughs> but when we're listening in audio i think it, it's it's we're imagining a imagining a triangle is that yeah, yes, like, like yep. two points along the bottom along of the, the line. Bottom. So, yep. yeah, so, 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 like if you imagine a, like a rod and like one point would be the vision. And then what the one, what all we've, all we've discussed now is one point. One point yeah, cool. would be the vision. Um, so yeah, the, the, the other thing that I was going to bring up with oh. really being in that, um, space of, you know, kind of the Abraham Hicks world, which I also love, like, you know, like yeah. I've listened to Abraham Hicks for years and years and years. Um, what got me tangled up in the Abraham Hicks world was that I didn't understand that tension. I thought mm. the tension was bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't understand what, what, yep. the, 
what tension actually was in this structure, in this alchemical structure, which, yes, you have correctly identified as a triangle. Yeah. And one of the, so there's two points at the bottom, and one of those points is the vision. And I know that whenever I felt like I wasn't in my vision, that it was that I wasn't in alignment, that it wasn't mm. alignment, and I spent so much wrong. time. You're doing it wrong. Yeah, I'm You're doing not high so vibe things. enough. You need to purify I'm, so that you can hold the high vibrations. That's right. These feelings mm. are wrong. Um, I shouldn't be feeling if I'm not if I'm if I'm not in alignment, then you know I'm not going to manifest my thing. So, I mean, it's it creates such a pendulum because you you know you can literally be so in it, not just from day to day, but like from moment to moment because our we are very dynamic, rippling beings of energy, and we're constantly responding to so many different yep. stimuluses. I think it's like um what's the number i think it's like two thousand that we notice but there's literally like eighty thousand going on in a like in a this is the, minute the or something like that information is it um, yeah 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 so um yeah i think it, it's so unrealistic to feel like you need to be like happy all the time to yeah. um to manifest what you want mm. It's, it's just, yeah, it's unrealistic. Yeah. So um, something that I, I got out of understanding um, that tension is good, firstly, it is, um, you know, that if you want to create something that you have a vision for, holding that tension, um, you know, between your, your vision, that highest, you know, potential and your current reality, uh, which feels dense because of all of the, the background noise, the, their core beliefs that don't seem to go away. Um, it's essential to, to hold that tension. Um, it's called creative tension, which pushes up the, the, the wisdom that, that that's right. And, and, and I'll just, uh, just what I wanted to add was that's essential for, uh, for manifesting. But also I've been probably way too interested in, in what's going on in the background and trying to, trying to sort that out. And that is actually the way that you move forward and powerfully create those structures for the magic to flow in and for you, you to, to really be able to open up and self-actualize and, um, you know, bring forth your, your soul essence at the same time as, um, as really integrating that stuff and, and, and developing the, the muscle of, um, of your willpower to, to really choose where you put the power, whether that's going to be, with your soul or with your personality. That's, yeah, yeah, 100%. And I'm glad that you brought in that, the other end of the rod in that triangle. And this is really the, the principle of, our, of alchemy is, is when you look at this is this, I mean, this information is like the, it's the information that revolutionized or, or created like revolutions like in a really small but in a small bunch of people who had this information and they used it to mm. create like legacy information that we still have access to today and what they knew was um if you create this structure you know you have your vision and you have your current reality and you hold these you 
you acknowledge these points in equal amounts. You know, um, as I was saying, Abraham Hicks is often all about the vision. It's not about the current reality. And then often if you're doing shadow work, it's literally just about the current yep. reality. So yep. both are kind of missing the other one. But what happens when you hold those two together, when you acknowledge those two together, is that you are really creating tension and tension seeks resolution. Mm, yeah. And that's that's really a premise that alchemy works with. And okay. when you're holding these two points and you're creating this tension, if you can hold that tension instead of instead of um, that trying to compensate for the tension. So the ways that people compensate for tension, like here's what I want and, and here's where I am, um, there's, you know, people can start getting really busy and, and doing a million things trying to fill up their time because mm. they might have a belief that, I don't know, they're not worthy. But to be worthy, they need to do a million things. So so everyone, even when people think they're focusing on the right thing, what they're actually uh, focusing yep. on is they've got, okay, this is my vision, but this is all the things that I need to do. And that's what, that's where our ego really comes in is it, it's so helpful. Like the ego is very, very helpful. It sees what we want. It sees where we are. So even when we have these two points, even when we have created these structures, you still need to know how to manage them, how to hold them, how to dance with them. Like how do you really embody those two energies? Because the first thing your ego wants to do is help you to resolve. Like, I know what to do. Like, mm-hmm. I will help you. I know that for you to create this six-figure month, amazing business, health retreat space, yeah. first of all, we need to fix this. We need to fix this thing that's not quite right about you, which is, well, you've never really belonged and you're a little bit illegitimate and you don't have the capacity. And, I mean, everyone has these, like, identity beliefs that, that literally are kind of where our personality comes from so yeah. our our like our ego is like offering this like this is what we need to do and that's where our energy goes so we think our focus is on the vision but what where our focus actually is where our energy actually is is in that compensation of um of those things that 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 we think are in our current reality so holding the tension is not acting in out of that space and it's acknowledging that space um, and that's when the wisdom truly mm. arises when mm-hmm. you can hold that tension. I'd love to hear a bit more about how you do that personally and just what what I wanted to share for me. Um, with having this awareness, I noticed one recently which was, um, you know, and there's there's 12 core beliefs in this, this work that we've done. Um, one of them that's been jumping out has been I don't have the capacity and so part of that is setting up, taking a lot on, taking on way more than anyone could actually uh, manage and while breathing at the same time, um, you know, because um, I need to prove that, that I have what it takes, that I've, um, you know, that I can step into my greatness um, at the same time, setting that up so ultimately I'm going to crash and burn and opt out and avoid those things and conclude I'm not actually a creator. I'm a, I'm a chicken. <laughs> exactly <laughs> I, right. And, 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 and yeah, and it was so, it's so subtle because I've got, I have the awareness and I'm looking at it and I'm going, 
I don't know what the right thing to do here is because now that I am in this creation business and I'm going for what I want and I'm going outside of my comfort zone and I'm like romancing with tension, does that mean I should just go for it? Is that, is that, no, what, what message? I, I really had to, um, to take the time to, to reflect on, you know, what was, what was playing out there. Cause I guess, yeah, it can come up that you just gotta do more and more and more and more and more manifest quickly and, and make it all happen. Yeah. Romancing yeah. with tension. I love that too. Yeah. <laughs> <Romancing> <laughs> with tension. <laughs> so yeah. What about you? Like, how do you, you were talking about, about holding those two and yeah, I, and I also just wanted that. to, something that you said was really cool and, and, um, the, you know that how you were saying like I don't have the capacity, I have that too, and that actually comes yeah. from your father. Okay. And so when you think of like so these are like core beliefs that we have and if we don't know what they are, then like because it's a belief, you literally have to prove yourself right. Like you have to prove yourself right. And so you have to deny aspects of certain things because if they existed, then this belief couldn't be possibly true. So, you know, someone who feels like they don't have the capacity, that it's always a resources thing. They're always... Um, mm -hmm. That's exactly... They're, yeah, yeah, they're always like, um, what, what, what was your thing? Uh, they, you know... Oh, I wanted, to, so rent my, I wanted to rent to. the house next door so I could run retreats and because I'd already taken on a lot of housemates and didn't have space for that anymore. <laughs> so suddenly I needed more space and, and more rent and more, yeah, <laughs> more responsibility. Because yeah. when you, because you don't have the capacity on yourself. So like what you, you take actions that prove that belief is right. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't have the capacity. You know, yeah. in the end, like, I don't have the capacity to, to rent that extra house. I don't have the capacity to do all these million possible things mm -hmm, that I put in my place. Mm -hmm. So that belief that kept being proved right and right over and over again. And this is what 90, 99% of us are doing. And I love that you touched on like really creativity and, 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 and because that's what genius is, it's like it's creating. It's like it's not repeating the same thing over and over and over again, which is what we essentially keep doing over and over and over again. Even when we think we're creating, it, we're not. It's like it, we're not actually in that full genius zone of of just being in that that end result and holding the tension. Um, and and there is there's if you're in a if if you're in a project and you're really going for something. And this thing is really true for you. You better bet your ass that there's going to be like a whole lot of tension, especially for something you've never pulled off before. Like, it, yeah. it, you know, because all of these beliefs, they're all going to come up and, and your mm. ego is going to want you to, um, resolve. Like, but you can't have that because I, we believe this. We believe we don't have the capacity. We believe we're not worthy. We believe and people mm -hmm. spend years and mm -hmm. years just resolving those beliefs instead of actually just going for what they want. Yep. And I see that um, showing up across all areas of life then because if it's in that, say it's a big project that's bringing it up, but then it's just also showing up in, in relationships and in communication. Um, and I suppose what, what I'm talking about, this is a bit, bit of a tangent, but it's whether you're standing in in your greatness as a creator or whether you're um, in victim consciousness. And the reality is that, that we do have both of those spheres or, or, or those circles. 
um, present all the time and we, we shift our power around. Um, so with this, with this project that I mentioned, <laughs> I found myself just ducking for cover and hiding in that, that victim state. But, and then it became, oh, I can't, you know, it might have been the wrong time for that particular move, but it meant I wasn't taking the action in any area <laughs> of my life while I was in that place. So, uh, totally. And I, I think, and that, I think this is another fallacy. And I'll just touch on this and then I'll, I'll talk yeah. about how I do it. Yes. Is like that we always have to be, you know, in this high level creativity all the time. And mm-hmm. that is also not true. Like the ego is our vehicle. Like those beliefs, those core beliefs, they're, they're literally always there. They're, they're, they're how we individuated into our personality. It's not, they're not, they're not something we can resolve. So high level creativity and really like stepping into the next level of consciousness is, it's like something that we use strategically for when we're really going for something. Otherwise we're not human, you know, like, and I think that's a big fallacy in that I experience like big time. And that I see a lot is that we have to be these perfect you know, everything has to be right all the time. But yeah. it's not. It's a razor's edge where we, like, bring ourselves back and go this way and go that way. And it's, it's it's a constant balance. No matter where we are, every time we get to the next level, there it is again. There it is again. I've heard this term that I really like, which is um, non-perpetual growth. So that means that, you know, it flows and sometimes we're just in the being and other times we're um, skyrocketing, we're on it every moment. And then, yeah, and then we can take the foot off the gas again. So it's like that life is continually moving toward our, our destiny, um, but we want to <laughs> have enough um, breath in our lungs to be able to, to feel it and relish in it and to, to enjoy the, the, the journey. Exactly. Enjoy the journey. Exactly. I mean, we're still humans. At the end of the day, we're still humans. Even though we're here, like many of us, I feel, I mean, most of the people that I speak to and work with and and I'm connected to, especially around this topic, very much feel like they are in this world, but not necessarily of this world. And they have like vast blueprints and, you know, missions and stuff Mm. to fill out Mm. while they're on this, while they're here. And they, they, we literally need this information for those to manifest um, because it's not going to happen. They're just simply not going to happen without it. Um, But yeah, even that, that aside, we're still human. Like we still have the body. So I think. So so tell me human, what do you do? How do you, (laughs) how do you dance? Well, as a human, um, yeah, so I have a process that I do. I actually have a, um, there's a shamanic journey that I do and I Mm. use it, um, big picture, big picture daily. I have a daily practice and then small picture. I use this practice in like on a micro, on a micro scale as opposed to the grand scale. So I think I'll just say the grand scale and then you can kind of picture how that shuts down or ask questions. Um, yeah. So basically I do a shamanic process where I go into, um, what within white cloud calls your land of plenty. And this, it's like, it's, it's, you go into a real, like your nervous system is calm. You're really in a space of purity and you're connected to your intuition, your super consciousness, which is, 
could like always, always running and you're, you're switching off your unconscious, which is that, um, which is, you know, the, the beliefs and all the, like the limitations and you're really just mm-hmm. in a space. Yeah. So it just feels like, you know, you're just relaxed and calm and you go on a journey and you, you visit your, um, your land of plenty and you see what's in there. And most people, it's some of it's a surprise, but most people, you know, what's in there. Like you've wanted it forever. It's, it's yeah. really, it's pretty clear. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, I, and I take notes from my original process was I took notes from that space and, pages and pages of notes and it's really good to do it with someone who's trained um and i do mm-hmm. this with my clients yeah i go into their land of plenty and it oh, validates cool. what that. they yeah. see if, mm. if you know like so when you're mm. not the only person that's seeing it <clears> when you're because because that this 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 space can be quite volatile like when you're in it it's like it's so real but when you're in the real world it seems so far away so it has that kind of volatility to it yeah so when you go in with someone and someone sees like someone who can see actually sees um what you see and you write it down and share it together then it's like it's affirmation and you can't and it's accountability as well like okay that's really real then i create like it was really pure choices from that um between i've got i've got about nine of them um based on the themes that came out of that and i make those choices every day and I create a structure around those choices. And the structure is, is number one, I go into the vision of that choice. So mm-hmm. um, I don't do this with every single choice every day. But if I'm ever stuck, this is exactly what I do. I look at what I'm going for. Like what is the truth of what I'm trying to create here? What's the vision? What's the essence? What's the highest outcome? What is my soul wanting to express in this space? What is my heart wanting to express in this space? What's, you know, what's the highest? And I'll sit and I'll tune, I'll just drop into that space and just let it flow. And it's, you know, it's, it's really clear who I am in that space, what's happening, you know, like all the things, just this beautiful, juicy space. Yeah. And that's, that's one point of the structure. And then I pull myself out of it. And then I look at, then I go into the current reality and I just drop into the current reality. And okay. So what's, what's really here? And, um, it's often surprising because I'm quite critical of myself. So I often think like, oh, this is going to be, this is where you're holding yourself back. This is where you're not believing in yourself, blah, blah, blah. But often it's like, this is the right path for you. Mm-hmm. Things are moving in the right direction. You're just not acknowledging it. Yeah. But obviously there's stuff of how you're holding yourself back as well. Like, yeah. like blind spot stuff often comes through because you're really focusing on it. And once I have those two points, um, I pull myself out of the current reality again. So I've got a clear picture of my vision. I've got a clear picture of my current reality. And then I go back into my vision and I really occupy the space of that vision. And I'm like, you know, really, I'm very, very in it. And I look over, like I, I actually look over to my left and I look at my current reality and I see what's happening over there. And I just ask the question, like, what's my next obvious step? How did I get from there to here? And um, this is really important because you always get an answer, always tension seeks resolution because you're occupying two spaces of consciousness at the same time. You're occupying your vision and you're occupying your current reality. So yeah. tension that tension seeks resolution 
Um, and yeah, sometimes it's like just relax. Like <laughs> it's not like go to the 22nd yeah. street and go up the elevator and so, speak to a man it's, called John. It's magic. <laughs> this is magic and principles yeah. of magic and like that, that, that effortless attraction. But no, you know, there's, um, there's work involved, but it doesn't mean that. You're, you need to be working on all of these goals every minute of the day, hey? That's right. I, I know, often. like, I've done this, I do this as well. And, um, you know, in the training, often people have something, you know, that you can't control, like meeting out of, you know, falling in love, living happily ever after with their soulmate, having a rocking relationship. Um, and that is um, you, what you're doing when you have a goal like that is aligning, um, well, you, you, you're creating something to to draw experiences toward yourself that are, you know, like the synchronicities that are required for you to, to realise that, um, that choice. So we don't call it like a, a goal. Uh, it's, a, it's a choice about what you are you're choosing for your life. So you're kind of, you're coming back to structure, I suppose, in creating that container um, so that life can can happen magically. I mean, I've got one which is about creating breathtaking music. I choose the end result of creating breathtaking music in my studio. That's not something I've really done for 15 years. Um, so it's not something I'm working on every day. But I had a housemate show up who teaches music production. You know, um, I've enrolled in a classical Indian singing course. And so when I align with that goal or that choice, I should say, um, yeah, I'm connecting with my, my, my soul. And even though I may have work to do, a blog to write. My business is part of my, my choices as well. Um, it's, it's a way of, yeah, like connecting with my authentic self so that I can, um, you know, from there I'm, I'm navigating, um, yeah, authentically, truthfully, um, powerfully and really in alignment, which is what it's about. Yeah, cool. That's mm. a good choice. I love those choices. I love other people's choices. Yeah. Um, and I think also we, as a human, in our humanness, we tend to think that we have to have all the answers. But that process that I just shared, it's like you don't, you don't have to know the answers. You don't know how to do that, but your natural ability does. So you're mm. allowing this. You're allowing that. You're giving space because your natural ability, your super conscious, your intuition, your soul. You know. Abraham calls it your inner being. There's there's so many different names for it, but that's it's obviously constantly there all the time. Like that that I guess that frequency band is always available. The gift, yes. the genius, yes, um, it's it's literally always there. So yeah. a little process like that, a structure like that, a structure yeah. for consciousness to flow in, where you're like it's really it's really clever because it's it's giving the ego it's saying like all the stuff that all the crazy stuff that the ego is going through which is where i've got caught in in the past especially with the abraham stuff of i can't you know if i'm not in if i'm in tension it's not working you're using that tension as part of the structure 
So you're giving mm-hmm. it like the full okay. You're giving it the full acceptance. And then so, the, you know, these words of like acceptance and surrender. There's acceptance. You're just accepting. Like that's what it is. There's nothing you have to do with it. And then there's surrender. Like you're really surrendering like you're surrendering to that, to your natural ability of like, I don't yeah. know the answer. <clears throat> I literally don't know the answer right now, but I'm going to occupy this space. I'm going to occupy that space. And that tension, the resolution just comes. And a lot of people don't trust. Um, and this is another, I mean, every step is important. You can't like, of oh, this structure is important. You, you miss one and the whole, the whole pile of cards just comes tumbling down. House of cards just comes tumbling down. Yeah. Yeah. If you get, when you get clear information from that and you always do, it's not negotiable information. It's not like, it's not discretionary information. Like, oh yeah, maybe that's true. Maybe that's not. No, no, that's, that's your intuition. That's your subconscious. That's your inner being giving you like, this is how you get out. Like I've been creating on a project, which was like really messy and loads of tension and like lots of co-creativeness happening on it and I knew what I wanted and I had all this energy mm. this momentum of wanting to create something and mm. people were like peeing off this way and mm. you know battling that way and I would, could have got really lost in it and just dropped it all and every time I did this process what I every single time every single time what I got was just take the next steps and to, like um Act and inform. Take the next step. Take the next yeah, step. And I yeah. did. And I did. And normally I would, ne- like, without this process, I would have just, you know, it's so easy to get lost in other people's energy because it's so strong. Mm, and mm-hmm. these are people that I was working with that I could have <clears throat> pedestaled as well, you know, like, and so I wanted to pander yeah. to, their, to their, like, greatness, you know. But, yeah. but it wasn't actually my, it wasn't actually the thing that got me through. And in the end, yep. this project that happened was, like, spectacular it was exactly what I wanted. It ended up being exactly what they wanted because I listened, like I really stayed true to that inner wisdom and I took the action. I didn't just go, I need to take steps and not take the steps. Like I actually, you know, hired the person, wrote the thing, you know, like I actually did the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And, you know, like you can have intuition and you can have current reality, you can have all these amazing things. And if you're not taking action, the lead doesn't turn to gold. Yes, absolutely. I've got a quote on my wall from um, the last coaching program that I did, and it says thoughts and actions. Thought, what is it? Thoughts, thoughts and ideas are valuable only when potentiated by action, by, you know, consistent daily, well, I've written daily rituals, practice, communicating powerfully Mm. with others so yeah having that um what you're talking about is that you're you're in this game of of alignment so no matter what was going on around you you had such a well it's a it's a clear structure and practice where you tune in really specifically i think maybe we could talk a little bit about the importance of being specific in just a moment specifically to to what you're up to that helps you to connect with who you are being who who you're choosing to to show up as and so you may have been the that the only one doing that while there were these people who you you know, see is further along or higher up in some regard. Um, 
there are a lot of a lot of people that that don't know this um, these secrets, um, and yeah, and you had the the opportunity just to simply by holding your alignment, being in your truth, to see your environment um, reflect exactly what your vision was. Yes, and I didn't yeah. change my end result, which is I think a great thing to yeah. lead into specificity. Um, and we do that, right? Yeah. I think I yeah, do. When we're working so with others, important. it's like this yes. kind of, yeah, there's be a stack of beliefs in there. But we can let's go into the specific, specific, <laughs> specific that one. Specificity. Specificity. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I think, well, we, yes, we do do that. I, I feel like we do do that. We can, we can, we can get really specific and we can get really like, okay, this is my end result. And this is what I'm wanting. And this is like, this, this is, this is my true end result. Like this, this is really my truth. And then stuff comes in and we move the goalpost, like we move the goalpost. Mm-hmm. And what that tells our subconscious is that we're not powerful. Like we know we can't get it. So why would we get the next thing that we, that we, that we're going for if we've already told our subconscious that we're not powerful? Yep. So then what it kind of, um, you, you compromise and compromise and like, you do. Whitt- whittles, whittles away and then you're just like, then magic's not real anymore. It's not. <laughs> you know, it's life just is mundane. Um, life is, is rational cause and effect. Yeah. Um, and you, you know. Mm. You're dead. <laughs> You're screwed. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah. Specificity. What do I want to say about specificity? I find that specif- for me, specificity emerges out of this is this is my practice. So my choices and my daily practice and my, you know my blueprint. There's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of themes in it which aren't specific in terms of like, okay, um, let me think of one. Um, no, that one's specific. <laughs> um, I choose the end result of leading amazingly fun projects that open new dimensions of wealth and magical experience. That's not specifically um, specific about what, what, okay. what amount of wealth, mm. what exact project is it, who are the people, but as yeah. I do that process, I mean, I've had that choice for probably six months now. As I do that process and I'm tuning into it probably once every 10 days specifically and doing that process because I rotate my choices. I don't do them all that process every day and otherwise it's too much. Sure. Um, specific like sub choices come out of it. So, you know, okay. like, I'm like, okay, I want to, I want to, like, I want a real income goal. Like, and I've made many income goals in my life. Yeah. Like in business friends and stuff. I, yep. I've, I've, I haven't properly hit one. Okay. Um, because, well, you mean you haven't, you haven't previously, hit, previously had, you haven't hit these goals. You've, yeah. You maybe you've gone to the one. next level, but you haven't like, um, yeah, I like pulled off the brakes. I changed yeah. my mind. Yeah. I did, you know, mm. like so, so many different reasons. But I never, like, previous to like recently, I have never fully hit one. And I, and like, I'd make four or five different goals, like, because I was giving myself like a way out. I never, yeah. I didn't fully okay. hold that end result. Mm, yeah, okay. Thanks for um, that. Yep. That's something and, to, to, to. <laughs> and, 
yeah, this time, so then I'm like, okay, I want to make one that's really real for me and I want it to be, you know, a challenge, but I want it to be real. I just want it to be a number for the sake of being a number. Like I, I, I want it to emerge. So, you know, a couple of days kind of like kept sort of tuning into, you know, throwing a few numbers, numbers around and then it became really obvious about what it was. And so then that's now a sub-choice that I make every day that yeah, I'm going okay. for. Oh, that's nice. So, like, very specific. So, for me, like, I think it's okay to start out broader. Like, okay, this is really, like, my 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 soul plan and my blueprint and this is my essence and it's going to make yeah. me, like, be juicy. Yeah. Um, and if, it, if it's not specific, if you really play with it, like, I find that these, like, these, like, your vision has, it's its, its own energy. Like, it, it has its own intelligence. It's its own sentience. So, we, like we'd need to just listen to it like what's actually yep. there and yeah. that's where the specificity comes so like specificities specificities come about around like you know people that i'll be talking to and um projects that i'll be in from that main point and i think that really helps us anchor and have like a mm. like kind of grappling hooks into yeah. this creative orientation mm. and it's with with these goals, like having that, um, and and I've um, I've taught this. I've used land of plenty in, in workshops as well, and um, you know it takes a little bit of coaching, um, you know, to lead yes. people into being specific. And often in the land of plenty, they see something really specific, and then they go, "Oh, what what does that mean?" And they come up with some broad theme about being <laughs> and flowing and something really vague and I go and then they go <laughs> like um yeah one of um uh, one man I was working with said oh, I've got this one um it's maybe it's a bit uh, egoic that I want Andre Bocelli to perform one of my songs and I go, that's it. That's 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 the goal right there. Write that down. I choose the end result of having Andre Bocelli perform yes. one of my songs. He had all these other things about stepping into his greatness, about performing, about connecting, about people opening doors for him and organizing tours. And I just said, man, if you make Andre Bocelli performing one of your songs, that's going to happen because like, who do you need to be for that to happen? And I could see it as well when he spoke and when we've connected since. So when he connects with that, wow, like that, that exists, that's real. And, um, that, that is in the, yeah, in his, in his vortex to borrow some, some language. I think that's interesting. Um, because I, 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 like I work personally with William, mm-hmm. like one on one. And, um, I think, people's language around their land are plenty and their choices are different. Um, and there's different choices. Some, like some of mine are so esoteric and I'm like, so I can't even, yeah. I'm like, what even is that? Um, but the thing about working with William is he's like, you can't change it. Like I was yeah, there, yeah. you were there, that's a thing. And when I really drop into it, it opens, it opens like, ah, oh, that's what that is. And like, you know, there's a new nuance to what that is. And then some of them are like very specific and very refined. And I think it is important to acknowledge your way of being as yes. a part of your blueprint. Like, because I mean, for myself, if I don't do that, I'm literally running around like a chicken with my head cut off. And yeah. 
if I don't have an anchor to to a choice to like be you know to step into that more shamanic essence and like be more multi-dimensional and you know have those beautiful sort of yeah more like being mm-hmm. state choices um then I, I won't I won't be I'll just be all about like creating the business and getting this done and blah blah blah, blah. so yeah yeah I mean no yeah for sure and yeah and for him uh that's the the like the yang energy the drive that he needed because um you know to get out of you know stuckness and into onto the the right track of his life and um you know for another woman it was is was the opposite because she had just done like new workshop 400 people um a lot of energy going into that and wanted to be in the uh, like what i said earlier like reveling in the the deliciousness of um, for her, hey, I've, I've created this, this business and some, some passive income and I want to enjoy, um, you know, dancing in their own or whatever. Mm-hmm. In, enjoy hers were all about the appreciating the time that I have to be me, basically. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, um, choices in the land of plenty. Amazing stuff. So, um, yeah, I mentioned that I, I used, um, used some of this work in my workshops. And uh, I have one uh, at the moment that I do in person called the, what am I calling it? The um, Foundations of Limitless Living. And I've also incorporated some of it into my three-month soul journeys called The Journey Into Your True Self. And I'd love to hear how, how you're um, using this alchemy work. Um, and, yeah, just a little bit, ooh, a little bit more about what, what you're up to, what you offer, how people can, can connect with you. Um, yeah, cool. what you're doing love, in business too. I love the names of your um, of your offerings. I think Thank they're you. really like are succinct about what they are. It's not like a marketing thing. Hey, this is yeah. what it is. Great. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's cool. Um, yeah. So I I have clients that I work with one on one with alchemy. As I said, like one of my choices is really I do have a very shamanic nature. I have like a, a Maori mm. lineage, and yeah. um, it's just it's just really part of who I am. And I love that this really gives me the permission and like to just mm. go for it. Yeah. Um, and I have a make it a up. Healy, yeah, exactly. I ha- I have a um a Healy business that I feel is like an amazing tool for alchemy because it's a frequency device and it it, it finds like in the frequency world, in the quantum field, exactly where that current, what that current reality is oh, um, that yeah. maybe you can or can't see, but then it also finds like the resonance of like and meets that kind of homeopathically so mm-hmm. that wisdom can actually arise. Yep. So um, this is Healy that um, is healing across all, all dimensions really. So yeah. Physical, physical healing, um, shifting out of disease states, um, and yeah, also, I guess it is calling in um, higher frequencies. Um, and is that how, on on a health level, how it um, facilitates healing in the body? Yeah. Well, it's a frequency device, so essentially, it it um, 
scans and analyzes an energy field emotionally, physically, and mentally. So over everything has a frequency, everything is energy. So mm. it'll pick up where the greatest disturbances are. So that might be physical. So it might be manifesting as physical, say, for example, like your liver, but what's actually causing it could be something very emotional. It could be something yeah, cool. like mental or both. And then it, it delivers like specific frequencies to bring you back into balance. I don't like to use the word healing just because it's like... It's okay, the, sure. Yeah, I, I, it's, same, really. I mean, I, yeah. I use it, but I know what you're saying. I, I um, talk a lot and, just and about it, when you bring things into balance, then... Yeah, yeah like when that, you have that bioenergetic balance, then mm. you're, I mean, our, our cells, we, we are able, we're our own healer, essentially. We're, we're able to heal ourselves. Our cells yep. are designed to do that. But yep. at this point, the com, the compound theory of like, you know, people use it in entrepreneurship, like keep doing the same things every day, the compound effect, it'll just grow. It's sure. the same with your health, but kind of in yep. the opposite direction. And there's, like I'm not talking about just our lifetime, I'm talking like generations of like stuff that's been happening on the planet and, you know, environmentally and mentally and spiritually and physically and emotionally. There's a real mm. compounding effect happening on the planet right now. And, um, yeah, to have a tool that is in your corner that is instead of having an intention of, you know, breaking your energy field down it has like the the core intention of it is to to build your energy field up so that you uh -huh. so that you have the capacity to really play at the level that yeah. that, that we need to to be yeah. able to yeah effectively live that blueprint and be in that life and that's what excites me about Brilliant. Healy. yeah so i've poured my pretty much like 90 percent of my my offerings into Healy. like i, I offer laser coaching to people in my team with we're licensing william's work and we're using yeah, it like yeah. as an alongside um the healy business because it's so yeah that's i just we've mentioned mentioned this a lot but we're referring to william white cloud's work with um super consciousness and create your destiny um you, you can do those introductory ones for free he offers them for free online and yeah and i've borrowed a bit um and sort of adapted my work to, to include some of it as have you and you're you're going to be kind of doing a condensed version or a, a straight slim slim version for your healy within your healy business yeah for we are yes yeah. yes and we're calling it the foundations of super consciousness cool and it's right yeah there. it's basically like a three-hour kind of evergreen webinar just giving everyone the real basics and just to give you an idea of, of what actually happened, what you're doing, I mean, the first week that I did um, within White Cloud, I was sitting in a room, um, this course that, I'm, that we're talking about, I was sitting yep. in a room, in a Zoom room, opposite a complete stranger doing a reading for that person. And every single person in that group like was doing exactly the same reading. thing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so it, it's a really teaching you that basically we're all psychic. We all have that yep. capacity to tap into <laughs> mm. that part of ourselves, but we just, yeah. we ignore it or we, it's not, it's not taught in mainstream. So mm. yeah, it, it and it's really, really It's what I got. It was confronting because it's quite intimate. It, it's like, let's just talk about the stuff that everyone can see, but we never <laughs> talk about. <laughs> it's so true. That's so true. But it gives you permission as well, because I think that's mm. why I spent my whole twenties 
running away from life is because I legitimately saw that stuff anyway and I felt so intrusive on other people's lives when I was, you know, out at events, when I was, when I made friends with a couple, I would always see their dynamics and mm. it made me feel like I was being intrusive. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I yeah. had no right to know or see that information, yeah. but that, um, this has really brought it back around for me as like a really empowering way to own that without being, without it being intrusive or, um, yeah, I had a, after when I was in it, I had a, a friend say to me, I, I would never, I asked him what he saw and he said I would, he wasn't on the training and he said, oh, I would I'd never tell you what I think, you know, is going on for you. And I said, well, I, I think you should because you might be able to see something about me that I can't. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know, because you can't see the back of exactly. your head. Exactly. <laughs> it's I a mean, metaphor. Intuition <clears throat> is it's service based. It's love based. It's heart based. It's connected to your soul. You never get that information mm. for the purpose of mm. destruction. <laughs> you know, I yeah. don't. You know, like it's. it's it's and we can do the greatness way. reading as well, which is like people just thrive from from being acknowledged by what's there in their, in yes. their greatness. Yes. They might not yeah, it, be connected yes. to it <laughs> very often. And yeah, and you uh, can, and that's how you can like just so powerfully and lovingly uh, like create them <laughs> in. You know, by declaring what what you see, and then they yeah. step into it. And I, something that I took away from it was that we're all genius. We all have, like, we are literally all geniuses, and we all have a current reality, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they're right next to each other at any given time. That might be a wonderful place for us to to leave it today. How did you say it? Where everyone is a genius. Everyone's a genius with a current reality. With the current reality. <laughs> we're all, we're, yeah, human geniuses. Perfect. L- lovely. Thank you, Ali, here so much for this luminous conversation. Um, I've had a lot of fun and I'm sure the, the listeners have, um, yeah, it's just kind of opened some little, little windows in, in their consciousness and, um, yeah, and it's something that we, I'm sure, will will continue to to jam on further. For sure, I'd love to. I'd love to jam further. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, Thanks we'll, for having we'll me. We'll hook it up. My pleasure. Have a beautiful rest of your day. You too. And there it is, folks. Episode two: the genius of alchemy done and dusted in the bag. Hope you loved it. And remember, you can connect with Ali here on Facebook or through her website, alihearsun.com. Links are in the show notes. Don't forget to check out sovereignmedicine.com. And depending on when you're listening to this, it may or may not be ready as we are in the infancy stage of launching all of the digital mediums that we have intended for you to enjoy. You can always email Dan at sovereignmedicine.com, find me on Facebook, or join the Creator Circle of Limitless Living, my Facebook group. 
Until next time, ciao for now.